Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And of course, because this is the Natters, I am joined by a couple of tremendous mediums. So let's start with Lisa. Lisa, just say hi to everyone and introduce yourself. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you're having a fabulous day. I am Lisa. And you know what? Let's just leave it at that. We got way too much information. I'm Lisa. Go listen to the other ones and it'll tell you more about me. How's that? (laughs) It's like, that's like a teaser girl because you knew I grew up in radio so that was just a tease that I just did now oh. they're gonna go back and listen to everything they better do they better do okay and Sue <laughs> oh what do I say now yeah well, I know so I'm gonna say I've got a little practice called hardcore healing um which is a little practice because it's just me but I like it and so I'm sure we'll be talking a little bit more about that later on we will so today's topic is all about tips or if you're running a spiritual business or you're wanting to start a spiritual business, what you ladies recommend for people who are in that space? Because I know, and I'm sure you'll agree, having gone through that process of taking something that you love 
and something that is so precious and dare I say the word hobby in there it certainly was a hobby for me uh, you know just it, I never thought that I was going to be a professional medium I did it because I loved it I, I started with spirit because it was so fascinating to me and so amazing to me um, and then of course taking those steps to become in inverted commas professional and setting up that business and that leap is a hard thing to navigate I think mm. for people so Lisa we'll start with you if you could share um, one tip that you would give somebody that's in that position that they would ready to know go for it here's the first one you will never be completely ready. You will never feel completely sure. You, <laughs> so throw that out the window that at some point, some juncture, you're going to go, yes, I'm completely confident now. It's not going to happen. You have to just say, in this moment, am I going to follow what I have been drawn to all this time. So I wanted to just sort of start with that because there's lots of nuts and bolts and different things with the business. But I want to honor that side of us that says, I'm nervous, I'm scared. I don't know how this is going to happen. Now, I think there's very few of us that may have, you know, at age, you know, little kid going, I know I'd like to be a psychic medium when I grow up. You know, that wasn't one of those boxes that they checked when you're trying to find out what your skill sets are, right? <laughs> I, if that's true, I should be a farmer, okay? And according to in high school, I was like a farmer. Wow. So, I know. I was like, I'm not even an outdoorsy girl. I didn't know what you people are talking about. Um, so just know that you are going to have to sort of, you know, have that yin and yang push-pull battle with yourself. And it's okay. You will never be completely ready. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's my first little bit of advice. So I want to hear what you ladies have to say about that. I completely agree with that. Sue, how do you feel about that one? Yeah, I do. I think you just have to start sometimes. And though, having said that, I think from learning from my own experience, especially if you are working in this type of work, you have to know yourself. You've mm -hmm. got to. I spent so much time when I wanted to set up my business. And at first it was all about mindset and coaching. And, and so it wasn't so different when I went into doing my energy work and my more spiritual work. Everything I'd learned, and believe me, I have done a lot of learning. I've been on loads of courses, spent a lot of money training, and it was all with an eye on how can I help a client? Mm -hmm. What can I do to help them? And it took a long time for the penny to drop that actually I should have been taking that for me first. I should have been working on me first because then you just take all your own little hangups, all your own little issues out into the big wide world and every single one of your clients will bring you your issue. They but will. Also, <laughs> it, impacts, it impacts your confidence and... I spent so much time in my head thinking, so, you know, just doing an energy healing. And I absolutely loved my work. I couldn't have been more passionate about it. But once I'd got a client in the room, working with a client, I started to get in my head. As soon as I started to take money mm -hmm. in my head thinking, are they getting value? Do they think I'm good? Do I need to do something else for the amount that they're paying? 
And I was just so in my head with it because I hadn't fully got the experience of it myself. To be so, completely in that place of confidence where you just go, I know this is working. I know what I'm doing. I know this. Mm-hmm. To be able That's to it. get out of your headspace. That, you know, because that ultimately boils down to what you believe you're worth. And yeah. not just, you know, it's like my, my sister actually helped me with this because I used to do readings for free for a long time. And she says, if you don't want to charge for the service, charge for your time. Mm-hmm. And so that, that immediately got me in the right mindset of, okay, you're right. My time is valuable. So I'm going to charge for the time if I'm not comfortable enough yet charging for the service. Yeah. And you have to just, you've got to do the work on yourself first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as we all still are, even it's yeah. not like you work it, on I mean, yourself and boom, ends. here's a business. I mean, we do this, you guys, we know we either take classes or we meditate or we, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's just, I got to have a big old cry. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you've already raised some fantastic points and I know we're only just getting started, but it is such a mix. And I think that's really wonderful the way that's worked because it is about being ready. You're never going to be ready. You're never going to feel ready equally you can't rush into it and force it before before some of the process has happened and yeah you're right Lisa it's an ongoing process the healing journey is eternal I believe um but equally within that you have to have some sure footing and I agree with you on that Sue that you there's so many people that you see rushing out there that haven't resolved their own stuff um offering this this advice and I do think there's a shift coming in mediumship and people working for spirit where you I can see it happening where where it is the energy of truth I think is very important and that integrity and that is being seen now and people are feeling it whatever this portal is doing to our energy and our you know this transition that we're going through spiritually I think people are looking for truth they feel truth I mean, that's how I picked the ladies that became onto Mediumship Natters was people that I knew would speak their truth, not what they felt the world wanted to hear. Because that's Mm -hmm. so important, that integrity, that it's what I think teaches people energetically. So money triggers. How do you deal with that? Because money triggers is a massive one. I'm still working through it. Any advice? I just agreed to because I said to myself I was not going to raise my price while COVID was going on mm-hmm. well guess what <laughs> COVID's still going on and prices are rising and so I am raising my price as of October 1st so I sort of sat there with spirit and I said you know is this okay if I do this and they said yes and they said well pick a date so I picked a date and then I said how will I know what to raise it to and they said aha hold on tomorrow make your decision and I went okay two clients came the next day both of them paid me $30 over my asking price. And I, and I laughed because they were exact same amount. And I went, okay, there's my new amount. And you know, you you can, it it will come to you, but it is hard. Like Sue Sue said, you, you start getting in your head about, you know, if what I'm delivering is good enough. Um, and if you just literally get out what I'm delivering to, am I good enough? The answer is going to be yes. You as a person, as, as a conduit of, of integrity and all of that, you are good enough. And you don't, if you don't believe you are, then you shouldn't be doing this yet, which speaks to 
doing it when you feel you do feel that way about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I had so many kicks up the backside about money. Honest to goodness. Undercharging because I wanted, because I'll be honest, you know, when you, the the other thing you've got to get over when you start out in business, it doesn't matter how much you believe in your spiritualness. You suddenly want want to be paid because you've got to put bread on the table. You've got to actually make a profit. Mm -hmm. So I wanted a client, but at the same time, I didn't want them to think I was greedy. So I would say, oh, here's the price and there's an offer. So I'd then reduce it. And the amount of people that went, oh, I'd have paid you full price anyway. Or I got got a contract in my coaching work with um, a really well-known organization. And I priced myself. I mean, she said she took me because she liked me and she believed I'd be good for the person that got in mind. But she told me afterwards, I'd priced myself so low within that market that most people would not employ me because they wouldn't think that you were professional enough. Ding, 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 ding. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not even going to tell you how low I price myself compared to others because it's embarrassing. I mean, that showed my naivety, I, I guess, in that in that marketplace anyway. But, you know, I think you also have to look at, there's very practical things about, about payment and you have to kind of get your head out of that a little bit and into practicalities. So when you first start, what are other people paying Mm-hmm. What are other people charging? You know, get it, get a feel for the market, you know, because when you first start, you've just got to make your way and and stand shoulder to shoulder with those other peers you've got in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. You know, don't exactly. devalue yourself. And if you think as well. So if you were offered, um, you know, if you were looking for somebody as a medium or a coach or anything like that. And you'd got three people to choose from. And somebody said, I'll do it for five pounds. And somebody said, I'll charge 50. And somebody said, you know, mine's 150. Who would you honestly pick? Probably the highest one because you think they either have the most confidence, the most experience, the most something. Yeah. Well, I can tell you for a fact that none of us are going to go for the five pound one. Mm. And yet how many people, myself included, I'm going all goosebumpy at the thought. When you first start out, you think I'm only going to charge that much because you think... Uh, and again, what you said, Lisa, it's about knowing your worth as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, the, there's practical things. You have to kind of remove the emotion a little bit when it comes to money. I, You know, mm-hmm. there's no need to rip people off. But honestly, provide a good service and all that training you've put into it. We've got to get out of the headspace of the fact that if you're a healer or you're working in spiritual arts, that you have to give it away. And understand that you are the boss of this. So over the 32 years I've been doing this, there have been times when I read someone and I didn't feel that I read up to my standard. And so I chose to either do for free or do for a reduced price. That hasn't happened very often. Mm -hmm. But just remember that you you're the owner, you're the CEO. And if you choose, and even that step causes a client to think, wow, integrity she's being honest with me about this and doing that and that has caused other clients to come because Mm -hmm. they know i'm not just going to you know if i don't feel or or something's not there at all i'm not going to charge you you can you know i'm either the wrong person or it's the wrong time so as you talked about hannah having those bouts of integrity because word of mouth is the best marketing tool 
Excellent. It is. Good. Follow that with us. So is that how you grew, Lisa? You you started from word of mouth? Oh, yeah, yeah. 32 years ago, it wasn't an internet. So yeah, I was, it, everything was just one person found out about it, found out about it. And then maybe 10 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that, I put up a Facebook page because mm -hmm. my, my very smart marketing guru twin sister said, just put something up. And I was like, all right. And I put that up and it's just been crazy word of mouth ever since then. And how you choose to market yourself, what you want to do with the look of whether it's your logo or whether it's how you present yourself, every, everybody's going to have something different mm -hmm. that they want to do. I chose not to have my name on it. I wanted to create a name for my business. So my business is called Intuitive You. Mm -hmm. And because at the core of what I wanted, I wanted you to be okay with connecting with spirit and using um, spirit and energy to help yourself to the next point. So you don't have to like freak out about what's the name of my company right away. Mm -hmm. The bigger thing is to just get started, which is what, you know, Sue had talked about is that we have to just get out of our own way. And I, I have a word about something else, but you guys finish up this and then I want to Okay, great, good. Okay. See what you guys think about it. So, Sue, how did you build your business? How have you built your business? What works for you? Mine has really been word of mouth, but I have to admit that's probably because I'm shocking at marketing. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> no, come well, I mean, on. Years, I used to work in, within a marketing team, but I think that kind of, um, I, I, I don't feel natural at promoting myself very much on social media and stuff. So I, I just post what I like and, I, and I'm lucky that I've just got a steady ticking over. Um, but through word of mouth, through people that have, and, you know, working with you, Hannah, and working with other people, it obviously widens your network a little bit as well. And, you know, people just get to know you. And, and what's been really nice, actually, is um, that took a step to be able to post on my personal Facebook page about what I was doing when I moved into healing. You know, you've got that big, oh, what are people going to think of me? <laughs> All those people from years ago that I used to work with, you know. And then you get to a point where you just think, you know what, this is just me and I'll do it. And it's sometimes I've had messages from people I haven't spoken to for years. And they've just said, I'm really interested in what you're doing. And because they know me, that they trust me. So, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, it's interesting how it comes about. Well, you and I, we had a conversation earlier today as friends chatting, and we were talking about in integrity and in marketing as well, because that's something that you and I see quite a lot. And we often send it, I often screenshot stuff and send it to you with sick faces attached and stuff like that, because there is, um, there's spiritual and heart led and working in that space of, and you've got to run it like a business. I, you know, it is a business that I need to earn money from it because it's my full time job. But there is also the lines, I think, that that you don't cross and the things that for me leave a sour taste, even if they're a, a best practice for getting the sales in. I think when you're dealing with healing and when you're dealing with the healing of a message, a spirit message, you need to also make sure people are ready. It's not about hammering them in and trying to get as many bums on seats as possible. It's about doing it the right way. And certainly in the UK, I don't know about the US, Lisa, you can tell us, but in the UK, we have a lot of mediums doing 
what I would call very hammy kind of videos going, if you're seeing this, this message is for you. And then pulling a card and giving a very generic message, which is fine in certain circumstances, but the way that they're implying, and they're normally very negative. One of the ones that I follow is very much sort of um, someone's talking about you behind your back. And it is who you think it is. And it wow. is. The, yeah, they're not they're not, you know, empowering because I, you know, I do believe one message can move many. But I also believe if you're selling fear, then you're in the wrong space. And it's a really interesting, toxic, I would say, way of working that we've got coming up. Have you got stuff like that in the U.S.? Oh, yeah, there's there's a lot of that. And it, it again, it depends on how you look at it. Like I do something, a video that's called message of the day. Yeah. And that's all it is. It's just a message. It's a happy message. It's a, you know, I'll draw a card or I'll sing a song or I'll, you know, just something to people In like power. to go there, like a flip calendar, you know, that has messages on it. It's just like, just take a little bit, yeah. um, but you should never be selling fear. You should never be, you know, that that's, that's just dirty pool. I just, I just don't like that. That's, no. that's I also think that, I mean, that really grinds my gears because that is just easy money isn't it it's lazy and it's easy because we know that fear sells unfortunately Mm -hmm. um but i'm Mm -hmm. just i just don't have the face for doing something i don't believe in because it would just tell a mile off you know i can't i can't speak about something i don't believe in i can't promote it i can't pretend something is something other than what it is i can't i don't know i just don't have it in me to do that on a slightly less dramatic, shall I say, um, way, one of the things that I personally really struggle with is the pleasing, the voice in my head that says I need to please the algorithm. Um, and I have a real voice that talks about that. I, I think because I've done social media courses and I understand how Facebook works, but I'm having to really hold myself in check because this integrity thing is really coming in with me very strongly and spirit are really schooling me in it. But one of the things that I sometimes do is I get like, I haven't posted for a few days panics. And then I'm like, I've got to think of something. I've got to think of something. And that is exactly the wrong energy to be sending out there. And I have to sort of talk myself back off the ledge. I'd much rather do something because I've been inspired to do it in the moment than do it just because I need to keep that momentum going. And that's a problem, I think, on social media as a whole, because they want to keep you on the they want to keep you on the devices. And so they are creating an algorithm that means you need to interact more regularly on the social media and I find that that a tough for me that's a real trigger because I'm a workaholic I mean this is not advice for anybody I just want to put that out there straight off but I I I actually remember doing a course with two girls Claire and Nikki and we were going to call ourselves the non-conformists because we were so against these things that you had to do on social media that we wanted to do all our work against it like launch a product on a Sunday or something you know at half past six at night and do I don't know it's just the rebel in me I suppose the mm. inner child comes out and goes no I don't want to do it that way but but I can see exactly what you're saying Hannah we we get sucked in and pulled in don't we to yeah doing the right and we actually should do when we are feeling drawn or pulled there's been a time when I flip on the camera to do a message and I look at myself and I go, yeah, you're not there today, Lisa. And I just delete it. And I go about my day because I know I'm not present. I know that I'm doing it out of a sense of I should do it and not I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I so 
yes, I'm sure people could talk to us all day about algorithms and stuff like that. And you know what? Someday when we get big enough, we'll hire somebody else to pay attention to all that crap. Right now, we just need to take care of our clients. Yeah, exactly. And and just on that as well, I just think the other thing to do is make sure when you do post that it is your work and your words. That's what I'm just writing. I can so read the post and think, (laughs) I know exactly what course you've been on. I know exactly what you've just been told to do. And I think I'm not telling people not to follow advice of professionals, you know, who, who are there to help you get good at your marketing or whatever, but just make it your own voice. Mm-hmm. It's mm. like somebody's trying to sell a quote and they say a fabulous quote, like it's theirs. And you're like, no, 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 that's so-and-so's quote. So, so for example, when I do a draw, a card draw, I tell them what deck I'm using and I read right out of the book. But then if I have something extra to say about what I've read, I do. But when people try and take what they've learned without adding their own thing in and just sell it as their own, that's where the problem comes in. And I think for newbie um, professional mediums going out there, there is that thing. And I did it. So I'm not judging anyone for doing it. But you just. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. To almost spam the page with quotes, Buddha quotes, or this or that. And there, and you have to learn to find your footing. So I think there's a process. For me, there was a process. And the process was do what you see everybody else doing, because again, you're in that vulnerability. You don't believe in yourself and your own instincts. And then there's the evolution where you think, oh no, F this. <laughs> I can I, I have to be me. And I think for me, it's been the more spiritual people I've connected with, the more my spiritual network has grown. It's worked in both ways because I can see some people doing really great, really inspiring work that I love, that lights me up. And then I see people doing tick box mediumship or tick box social media promotion. And I go, oh no, because when you've got a news feed that's full of it, it really smacks you in the face. When you're following 30 mediums, 40 mediums, because you've met them all in different scenarios, you do start to go, Oh, please, please tell us what you think. Tell us what you believe. Speak your truth. Stand up and count for something, anything that is real to you. And I understand that that's a journey for people, but that's certainly something that I had to go through to get to where I am now. And I'm not saying that I get it right all the time. No, and and we won't always get it right all the time. But I think the, the, the power of believing in, in what you offer is so precious because 
everybody likes an individual, you know? Oh, We're yeah. Born to so many different people. Um, so you haven't got to be unique for the sake of it. Just just be yourself and just use your own words. And and I, th I also think people admire um, on it, imperfection, you know? So you don't oh, have yeah. to be perfect with your wording or anything. People can tell. There's that invisible thing, isn't there? We can tell when somebody at least is genuine. <laughs> I'm and sorry. It reminds me of the time I stooped on my video and I went, I'm not camera ready, so all we're going to see are the cards today. Like, you just you yeah. be honest about what's there or about okay. you. And and yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just bring up a word that came to me, um, and I put it in my video one time. And the word that I created or mashed together was comparalyze. And it's taking comparison and having it paralyze you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, comparalyze. And so I was just wondering what you ladies would say to people when they're starting businesses, when they're trying to compare themselves to other people, and it literally paralyzes them from moving forward in their own unique way, which is what Sue was talking about as well. Yeah, it is comparisonitis. It's the worst thing, isn't it? Because that's what keeps you thinking that you're not doing good enough. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, you just have to just trust in yourself. Just, just, and that's where the heat, the working on self comes in so strong because you know i still have moments where i think oh my god i should perhaps be doing better or or whatever but but something's put that in my head you know i've been watching somebody else or something and then but then i just come home i come back to me and just think you know well i i like the way i do my work i like what i offer and i like the people i attract you know so i'm cool with that that's fine um but i i I like people to be individual. You know, I see so many people that have so much to offer and don't have the confidence in themselves, you know, and they try and be somebody else. And I'm like, no, don't be that person. I prefer you. And I think, you know, we forget that actually on a human level, we all like, we don't need people to be perfect, do we? Because that's really scary. No. <laughs> like, like fear and self-doubt is what I say about the business. Fear and self-doubt are lazy employees. So we either have to find a way to inspire them or we have to fire them. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. Fear and self-doubt, crappy employees, just figure out how to inspire them or fire them. Excellent. Go on, Lisa, hit us with another topic in this topic. What else have you got? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to think of, oh, oh yeah, this is a, this is a good one. Um, people will be shooting all over you. The word should, right? So everybody knows. That is so true. Right? <laughs> um, because the minute you come forward and announce, then everybody says, oh, you should do this and you should do that. And you should, and you're kind of going, I'm a business of one. Calm down, you know? Yeah. So speak to this, ladies, about when people were shooting all over you. Yeah. And well, never should all over yourself. That's I was going to say, I think I should all over me more than anyone's ever shoulded <laughs> over me. Um, and this is just taking a strange twist. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? You tell somebody you're starting out in business and all of a sudden everyone's a marketing expert or everyone's a social media or everybody just knows. And I know it comes from a good place and we all like to be in the position of helpful advisor at times. But yeah, you've, you've just got to learn to take it and, and bash it away a little bit and just... 
we know more than ever that it's 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 that center point it's us it's our heart center that's going to tell us what's right isn't it mm-hmm. we're going to feel into that um and sometimes we we also have to expect that we're going to go wrong a little bit and that's all right as well you know yeah i think for me i mean as i said a minute ago one of my problems is my personality traits so I'm very I'm I should myself into working harder than I should be I should myself into pushing things harder than I should do and you know my spirit guides must be there with their heads in their hands going why why did we pick this one because I know I know how the universe works I know what surrender is supposed to feel like I know that you're supposed to you know some inspired action is good but I know it's mainly about getting out the way can I maintain that on a day-to-day basis I think during no, one 24-hour yeah, period, I'm like a blur in, out, shake it all about, here, there. So I'm really bad at that. Like, what should I be doing now? How can I push it forward? What should I be doing? How should I reach people? And that's one of my big problems with shoulding. What about you, Lisa? Well, it's interesting because you guys helped bring it into what you do to yourself. Mine comes more from the outside sources who I should be on TikTok, I should be this, I should be that. And I'm like, I'm I'm okay and happy just doing what I'm doing. I know that some of those suggestions are helpful in certain things, but I don't want to sell $5 readings on TikTok. I don't want to do that. And so instead I do funny videos about frustrations of a psychic medium. So I'm using the other areas to what makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and knowing when you get that, you should, you should, you should follow to what spirit is telling you to do in a specific moment. And here's a really quick example of that. And I know you ladies have examples of this. So I was thinking I should be finishing my book, right? I should, I should, but I was having a really hard time writing. I didn't understand. One day I wake up and spirit goes, nope, you're going to do an Oracle deck. And I was like, I am. And they went, yep. And let me, let me tell you, they downloaded the look of it, the feel of it, the wording, everything, download, download. So that's, that's a pivot. I thought I should be doing this. And then spirit comes in and says, that's where I want your attention. And so that, you know, what you think you should do then gets pivoted to something else. So has that happened to you ladies in this industry? Not in such an extreme way, but yeah, I think we all follow down different paths and, I'm very good at making really big decisions in the heat of the moment. And I'm trying to be better at being less reactive and more measured in my response to stuff. Because I mean, listeners to this podcast will know I, I had one called Ouch, where I had a demonstration that was really tough. And I, you know, shared in honesty how I was feeling. And then the following five episodes were me retracting some of the dra- drama from it. But it is again about being truthful and being honest about how you feel in the moment is also important. What about you, Sue? Yeah, I can't think of a, a specific example, but the, there's loads of times where I've thought I should do something in a way that it should be done, mm-hmm. uh, only to find that it actually di- it didn't feel natural, it didn't feel right. You know, it's a bit like, oh, if you're going to do that, and then you do that, and then you do that, and, you know, because that's the predetermined way, but it doesn't, didn't always feel that way for me, you mm-hmm. know? So I just went down the path of what actually feels right what actually feels right and I think that is the same as spirit guiding you because they're just gently oh, yeah. in, in a different direction and I never forget when um 
Remember when I, when I first did an energy reading in the way that I read them, um, I remember doing it and it was probably the first work I'd done where I had absolutely no questioning in my head about it. In fact, I didn't even feel like I was there, you know, and that's, I think, when you know when you've hit that sweet spot, mm-hmm. you know, when you're mm-hmm. just, you're not thinking about it. You know, I was just opening my mouth and words were coming out and there's nobody more surprised than me at what was coming out and... I couldn't even remember half the the stuff and it just felt, but I felt really satisfied and fulfilled with the work. And you guys, it's okay to congratulate yourself if you feel you've done a good job. That is not too egocentric. If you read somebody and you helped them and you felt very connected, it's okay to feel I'm proud of myself or I'm proud that I let spirit speak through me because that's, a hot topic for some people where they're like, Oh, well, that's arrogance coming in. And it's like, no, I think I did a good job. I think that's a really good point because I think, you know, when you've worked well, you know, when you've done a good job and and actually with that feeling doesn't come with where, Hey, look at me. It's more a real, a real quiet satisfaction, isn't it? You just, Mm -hmm. in fact, I would even go as far as to say sometimes it just feels really humble. Doesn't it? Yeah. I get sense of wonder to me. It's just wonderful the yeah. stuff that can come out and you just because you, when you're really in your power I think you can't really take credit for it in the same way because you are just the the instrument yeah. so you don't say to your spoon oh my god you brought that cheesecake into my mouth that you just kind of go that cheesecake was great so the evidence I always feel because it's not I don't feel like it's me when it's really cooking on gas it is just like you say, Sue, it's coming out and you're going, oh, my God. And now I've said this and oh, this is interesting. And then where's that come from? And then it resonates with someone. I think it's you're right, Lisa. It's good to celebrate that. And you're right, Ooh. Sue. You're kind of almost disconnected from it. In some I mean, point. don't celebrate right in front of your client. That that looks a little, Thank you know. God, I'm good. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait until they go and then go ahead and do your little happy dance or, you know, your little gratitude connection you know, or I whatever think, it is. I think I said this to um, my friend Claire. We were talking about getting ready for a workshop and whatever. And I said, you know, there's moments when I'm working where I don't even know I'm there. <laughs> and they are usually my very best moments. Yeah. Because we got to get out of your own way. Yeah. Get out of the way and let spirit kind of do its thing. That then, you know, it's, it's, it's work then, isn't it? When you're not yes, in it. Yes, it flows, it goes. It's, you, you know, it, it becomes. And at one time, I never understood golf, right? Never understood golf at all. But one time I tried, I took some golf lessons, and there was a time when I connected with the golf ball and it sailed. And my muscles were loose and it was easy and it flew. And when you really do either a good demonstration or a fabulous reading, it's a little bit like a really good golf swing. Agreed. I get that analogy. Amazing. Right, Lisa, what else? I know you were a very good girl and you wrote your little list. So what else is on your list? Well, this one is interesting because I'm interested to see how you guys are going to answer this. So I wrote down, there may be days when you don't love what you do. You might like it, but you might not love it. Make sure you understand where those feelings are coming from and what they're towards. Because there will be days when I'm like, I don't love the business aspect of it, but I love that I can connect to spirit. So talk a little bit about that, like having a bad day or not really loving what you do or liking and all that. 
I'll let Sue go first. I could probably split that into three little sections. <laughs> because it's interesting sometimes when I haven't felt like it, you know, when you have an off and you just think, I've got to go and do this, but I'm really not feeling like it. But then you sort of rock up and it's like something else takes over and you end up, well, actually that went really well, you know? So sometimes, and I think sometimes it's because you're not quite, because um, you've zoned out a little bit, maybe, I don't know. But sometimes when I've been tired or I've just felt like I'm not in the mood for it, it's gone really well. And it's almost like there's a switch and you, you it's like getting into character, I suppose, a little bit. Um, but there are also times when, yeah, when it feels a bit too mechanical or it feels a bit too businessy, you know. I like to, I think that's why I'm quite um, keen in being very authentic in my work so I attract the right people. Like, you know, if I do readings for people, I can't do predictions about relationships, where you're going to be, are you going to get married, are you going to have kids, because I'm not that sort of a reader. And I don't want to disappoint people. And there's nothing worse for the sitter than having a, a reader that's not giving you what you want. But also as a reader, there's nothing worse than knowing the sitter isn't open to the way that you're working. You know, so it can feel very clunky. And I don't say I don't like my work then, but it just make, just doesn't feel easy, you know. And, and I think the nature of our work is so personal to us that it is hard not to take a bad reading personally. You know, Miss Hannah, what about you? Well, you know the day I've had because I messaged on our group chat earlier. Yeah, so um, I've had a day with two very distinct, different readings as as it goes. Um, the first one this morning was banging, smashed it out of the ballpark. That kind of surprised myself with some of the stuff that came out. Really loved it. Came away thinking wow that was just so much fun and so enjoyable and then the second reading came in and I went straight in in that buzzy atmosphere and it was a very difficult reading for me um and you're right it does come down partly to you know wanting to do a good job and wanting to do, do a good job for your client and wanting them to be satisfied also sticking within people's ideas of what they think mediumship is and I think for me, this is very much lessons like Sue was just saying in, I don't think I'm going to put that I've got spaces on social media anymore, because I think it's just, especially with the following that I've got, I think it's just got too many, it reaches too many eyes. And I think just having that extra step of people having to want to work with me and look on my website rather than it coming up in their newsfeed is where I think spirit are leading me so I think it, you'd be naive to think that you love every part of it every day and yeah. I think because it's energy work and you are I mean I always think you're like opening your heart out that thing that you've spent your whole life trying to protect and trying to build a layer over mediumship is about cracking open that armor and exposing your most vulnerable parts and your soul and your hope and your love to people and with the best will in the world, it's not always going to be received the way that you would like it to be received by everybody. That's an impossibility. And so I think you have to learn to have that resilience. Um, and I know that you ladies were all messaging me going, you'll bounce back, you'll bounce back. And I know I will. I've done this. This isn't my first rodeo. I've been down this path. I know how it works. I get a bit squashed. I pick myself up. I dust myself off. I'll get going again. Um, but that for me is 
really key is sharing that it's not always brilliant. Because when we see mediums work on the TV, it's the edited highlights, guys. I can't specify this enough. They are not working at that speed. They are not getting every single thing right. Not everything they do lands. Sometimes people don't understand stuff. Sometimes you'll get a no from a client because they've forgotten about something in the stress of the moment and they'll remember it later. You never see that on mediums on the TV because it's edited. And so I think that's also something to understand if you're wanting to take that leap into working for the spirit world, don't hold yourself accountable to a level of perfection that doesn't exist. What about you, Lisa? I agree. Because <laughs> 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 you two have both said it absolutely beautifully. And it, I, I sort of compare it to the one time long time ago uh, when Oprah had her show on and there was a mom on there. And I remember Oprah, this mom had said, I don't always like my kids. She said, I love my kids, but I don't always like it. And that caused a huge problem where all these moms were judging. What do you mean? You should love it. I like and love your children all the time. And, and the mom just very gracious that I'm human. And so I, I think about that. And there are days when I get up and like Sue said, either I'm tired. And so I try and figure out what's going on because I will work my hardest to be 100% present for you when you are in front of me, whether it's by Zoom or you're physically in front of mm -hmm. me, because those of us in, that work with integrity as all of the ladies here do, of course, um, we know that we have to hold space for you. We have mm -hmm. to give you grace. We have to give you understanding so that you will allow the information to hit you in the way um, that will help heal the most or inform those. So there are days when I wake up and I got to figure out how to write this ship before I have someone in front of me because I know I'm not feeling it. Mm -hmm. And and so it, it has happened and it's okay to say, I don't, I don't like the baby. You yeah. know, I want to I just go away and then I'll come back and then I'll like the baby tomorrow. <laughs> um, does that answer that question? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that I think that's how it goes. And you're right. It is about holding space, but it's also about understanding the limits within that, that you can lead a horse to water with the best will in the world. And if it doesn't want to drink, it won't drink. And for some people, it's the emotional experience of it. And for some people, they're just not ready. And for some people, they have, they don't understand how mediumship works. And so it's about finding those filters. And that leads back to what Sue was saying about finding your right client, finding your ideal client. And for me personally, I am being schooled that my ideal clients are not people that haven't got any knowledge of how the spirit world works because I don't want to work with them. I don't want to jump through their hoops. I don't want to be held in that restrictive place. I like it to be fluid and fun. So there. Can I? But we're I nearly at time. Go on. Can I just quickly add something? Because yeah. I do think this is quite important if people want to start out professionally as well. And, and when Lisa said, what is the bits that you don't like? It just seems this is obvious. When I started my hardcore healing business, it was all I was doing. And so I got into a space of needing to bring money in because there was nothing else. Um, and what that did in the end was um, it took all the joy out of my work because I was just needing, I was just seeing profit. I was just seeing what money, where am I going to put my money? 
And that was a, a big lesson for me because I didn't want to stop loving it, but I was. So I think if you are starting out and you want to go professional, have a safety net, whether that's a pool of savings, whether it's another job. You know, I went out and just got another part-time job to take the pressure off because you've got to love your work. And mm -hmm. the last thing you need to have interfering with that is your, oh my God, where's my next session coming from? Do I need to go and do something else? And that's when you get in your head about providing value as well, because mm -hmm. you just, you know, don't let money take all the joy out of it. Completely you know, agree. That's important to you. Good. Well, thank you, ladies. I've loved working with you as always. And I'm sure that that will just give people loads. I mean, there's so much advice that you girls have covered tonight to, to help people just reconcile and also that you're normal if you're listening to this and sometimes the shit hits the fan and sometimes it's brilliant and you're worried about what you're charging and you want to do the good work and all of that stuff you're not alone we're all the no. same have support speak yeah. to somebody yeah mm -hmm. phone a friend honestly don't keep it all to yourself definitely and we will catch up with you again shortly have a great day bye bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.